how to volunteer in a nonprofit organization, and the experience to work with environmentalists. Kamusta? I'm Esme. Welcome to the fourth episode of our Ecofreak PH podcast. Dang, that felt good. We are on fourth episode. <laughs> Naiyak ako pang ano ko na to. Take 20. <laughs> My perfectionist evil side still creeps in. Anyway, kamusta? Kamusta? Seryoso, kamusta? I just wanted to check on you because perhaps you're having a rough day or a rough month or I know a rough year because you know 2020 hit us hard. But I hope that even though we have these challenges, you will still find the time to do things, even just the small things that brings you joy and fulfillment since it's part of taking good care of yourself. Speaking of, one of the many things that brings me joy and fulfillment is volunteering, especially in nonprofit organizations, may it be a church or on specific social causes. According to Google, <laughs> according to small, what do you call that? Okay, according to smallbusiness.cron.com, the purpose of a nonprofit organization is nonprofits raise money, but they spend it to further their mission, not to the benefit of the donors or founders. They are allowed to pay employees. Nonprofit purposes include feeding the homeless, managing an association of businesses, and preaching the gospel. So for me, I think nonprofits exist as the arm, which helps the needs of people that the government cannot fully cater. For example, a non government organization will took place will take place in a developing country to help the access of clean water and since the government cannot fully cater that need may it be because of political reasons or funding or whatever factor that may be a non-government organization or non-profit organization can fulfill that need and fill the gap between the need of the people and the solution yeah so I want to share my story on when and how did my volunteer work started. Actually, it started ever since I was eight, I think, eight years old. Yeah, it started at church when I joined as a choir and as a performer. <laughs> I used to dance for the church every Sundays or every special occasions. And I never realized that these were volunteer 
works already. So it's it's a cool experience. It's a fun experience. And that continued until high school. And when I was in fourteen, yeah, when I was in, when I was fourteen years old, I got involved in a Christian church, and I got the privilege to join a ministry called Sunday School Ministry to teach less fortunate kids in our village. And actually, it's kind of funny because it's Sunday School Ministry, and yet we conduct it every Saturday. <laughs> But yeah, you know, it makes sense. <laughs> but point is, it's a fun experience as well and a fulfilling one, especially at a young age. Because you got to be friends with these kids and they got to treat you as their older sister and you got to build a relationship with them. Yeah, it's a cool experience. I think it's really a part of how I am currently deciding on things right now. And yeah. On my college years, I still got involved in extracurricular activities, especially in student organizations. May it be as a member or may it be as a student leader. And on my junior year of college, I did it a real thing that I got involved involved into a internship into a non into an internship in a non international non profit organizations about animal rights. So the org is PETA People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals. It's a fun experience. Yun yung feeling na yung pagigising ka ng maaga, excited ka. <laughs> and after college, I applied in non-profit organization with the hopes of being employed. But no avail. <laughs> I've tried, I've tried in women's rights, I've tried in children's rights, I've tried in environmental related organizations but it's fine i'm still grateful that i got my first job in a law firm but on the side i still do some hustling on joining workshops and coastal cleanups and organization non-profit organization stuffs I still religiously, religiously talaga. I still join Earth Day and it's a cool experience. Also, I got involved into a non-profit organization here in the Philippines called Save Sierra Madre Network Alliance Incorporated. And they are the ones who caters the protection of the Sierra Madre mountain range. So, Sierra Madre is the longest mountain range here in the Philippines. It serves as the backbone of Luzon. 
So, pag nawala yung backbone, di ba, you know what's gonna happen. Currently, I'm working as an assistant in a world organization. It's a United Nations Migration Agency. So, assistant pa lang naman ako doon, but, you know, facing and being involved into causes that you know, the office, even though I'm just in the office work part, being exposed in the stories and the realities of the problems that we're facing, <laughs> it's really something that is challenging, yet eye-opening, and a good experience for me. So, yeah, that's my current state. So, how does it feel? And what is look what it looks like? What it looks like to work with environmentalists. Currently, I'm not really into actively involved with environmentalists but it's not a bed of roses it's actually difficult yet rewarding it's an eye-opener and a great learning experience i mainly experience or encountered with environmentalists during my volunteering at Save Sharamate. Yeah. But the reality is really eye-opening. I listen to first-hand difficult personal stories of some of the environmentalists and advocates. For one, some of them had received death threats because they report illegal logging. And some of them are tagged as anti-government because they're fighting for a right that's conflicting for, let's say, um infrastructure that will be built in a forest reserved forest here in the Philippines so it's it's really an eye opening experience for me parang may isip ko nga na nagpabebe lang yung mga ginagawa ko oh baby yung mga hashtag <laughs> hashtag echo something parang pabebe lang siya and one thing that I also realize there is nanganganak din problema sa environment. Sobra. Parang may sinasolve kaming or may kakalunch lang kami na project for a specific problem and then after a week, meron na ulit problem about sa environment. Which means that there's always a room for you to help out.
Mm, yeah. It's a difficult and rewarding experience. So, if you're interested, how would you join a community? Because organizations, I believe, are community. So, if you have already found your reason why you want, you want to join, the next step is to be intentional. It is almost as if you're applying for a job. I know some of you might be shy, but you can send out an email to ask and pretty much every organization needs another helping hand in your area of skills or expertise. I remember my experience, I emailed the organization and I've sent out my resume and they conducted a quick interview with me and then I got in so here are some of the people or community or pages that you can follow you know to start you can browse it and then check it out so when it comes to community, there is this called uh, community called Buhay Zero Waste. It's a pretty active community of individuals who shares their own best practices when it comes to zero waste. I've actually added some of my friends here and they actually enjoy the content. Uh, it was actually introduced to me by a colleague who became an Echo Freak as well. <laughs> Next is Project Mother Nature Manila. It is a community here in the south. It was founded by a mother who, who may also have a specific blog in my website. I've shared her story there. Her story was okay, hanging na lang. Kwento ko sa ibang podcast. <laughs> okay, but basta it was founded by a mother who saw the need to build a community here in the South. Also, the last one is Muni. It is a community for advocates of mindfulness, environment, and sustainability. When I was still employed in my first job, this group or community conducts workshops that I was fortunate to attend to. And it was it was really a rich learning experience. It's, it felt good if you know that you're with people who shares the same values with you, who shares the same advocacy with you, and yeah, you can all find this three on Facebook, Instagram, and the Money one. They also have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Next is for the people. I have here six 
six people, six person that you can follow. One is Jane Goodall. She is a scientist who studied the animals, specifically the chimpanzees. This uh, chimpanzees are the closest relative that we have in our evolution. One of her phrases that I really that really got stuck with me is that she said I went in Africa to be a scientist but I came out to be an activist she also has TED Talks so it's really inspiring as well next is Dr. Catherine Hayhoe Hayhoe She's a climate scientist and evangelical Christian. I really think that it's important to have these two sides of coin. Where it's not actually two sides of the coin, but two sides or two different sides, spiritual and religious and science. And her message is important because, you know, sometimes people tend to differentiate these two and they're not entirely interconnected. But in reality, for me, uh, they really they, they really make sense to be interconnected. I remember this talk from, or this panel from uh, RZ. I am Agabi Zacharias Institute interview and a guy tells there that what if the people will follow one of the commandments that states do not covet your neighbor's goods what will be our landfills look like? So, makes sense. Next is Yeb Sanyo. He is an executive director of Greenpeace Southeast Asia. And he is also the former representative of the Philippines in the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change. He also has a story regarding his pilgrimage and fasting to spread the advocacy of United Nations spread the advocacy of climate change and its urgency apologies it's already 2am and my brain is like (laughs) my brain is like it's fogging everywhere I'm going to finish this and post this 
So next is Jella Petines. She is also a millennial. And she's the founder of Reef Nomads. It's a social enterprise that reconnects people to the ocean through guided skin diving tours. I follow her on Instagram and she's really an inspiring person. And she, based on her posts, she is really had this deep love when it comes to the community here in the Philippines and our ocean. Next is Anne Dumaliang. She is a naturalist and a National Geographic young explorer working in the rainforest and mountains of Baras Rizal. If you're familiar with Masungi G-Reserve, she is also a project officer of that geotourism organization. Next is Jen Horn. She is the founder of Muni, the community that I mentioned earlier. And for the nonprofit organization or pages that you can follow, number one is Greenpeace. So I know that you're familiar with Greenpeace already. Or if not, it's fine. You can start with reading more about them. Next is Climate Reality Project. I know they have this climate leaders um, workshop as well. It's currently ongoing. I'm not familiar. I just had a friend who when I met in a coastal cleanup and he messaged me that he attended this climate-related leadership workshop. Anyway, next is Urgent Initiative. Next is Plastic Solution. And the last one is Save Sierra Madre Network Alliance Incorporated. Speaking of, there is a current opportunity that you can help to just signing up a link and sharing it with their friends. I think I will leave it on this description box if the link would work on that. Actually, it's about the Stop Kalibandang project. It's going to be a long fight, but with your help and support, I know that we can win this. So basically, that's it. I don't know how to end this. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway. Perhaps I'm gonna count. Anyway. Yon. <laughs> I hope that this episode would help you in exploring more the need of uh, helping out when it comes to environment protection and spreading out awareness on climate change and I just want to leave you a quote perhaps to end this 
there's one of the quotes that I've been hanging on to ever since. It's um, from a speech of Emma Watson, and it says that if not me, then who? If not now, when? That's it. Thank you for bearing with me in my brain fog. <laughs> have a great week and have a great rest on your weekend. And I hope that you will slay the upcoming weeks. And yeah, happy Echo Freak. And I want to sign off, honestly. (laughs) Okay, bye. This is your lovingly echo freak, OG echo freak. Bye, bye, bye.